0: This is Corey from Lovecraft and you're listening to Tough City Radio.
1: into a smoky dusk and we head on into the rest of the night and the rest of our week I know that somewhere out there is when Alex with two X's Pesifisi if I pronounced that right that's a guy I met today over at Rhino he also had a camera with a microphone attached to it And his goal was to shoot the sunset. So he's out and about, capturing these images, and I'm hoping he will come through the open door, tell us a little bit about his experience, and the journey ahead as he is about to take off back to Montreal. But that's not all. On this edition of the Frequency Horizon, kind of an understated edition, hopefully. You never know what will happen. We're going to have my friend Antonio DeLuca here in Tough City Radio Studios to give us a little bit of an update on his condition. I mean, I've been wishing today that I could skateboard, but he can, and it caused him some issues with his arm. so let's, let's hear about that. Other than that, after last week's trip to Whistler, I figured, you know, why not enjoy the sunshine and all it has to offer. And that's what we're going to do, because this is the Frequency Horizon. So first up, a song that sat in my archive for a while, I found it back out. It's Wodini, Jungle on
2: Fire,
1: 5-1 Remix.
3: Enjoy.
1: one remix of jungle on fire by Wadini. that's f y b e colon one o n e remix just like you might think and it's a clear night
2: you believe you to take me higher
1: and in a few moments you will see those stars poking their little heads through
2: anything, anything, I guarantee
1: it so we're gonna move into the next track it's by the stars We're just stars as as I died so I, could.
4: so I could haunt you huh what a name I died so
1: I could haunt you Huh.
5: Thousands of faces you touched on Thousands you lost in the fire Knock, knock on the door of the house in you. The air grows cold round. Disappear. We'll walk till we get to the harbor They'll never know we were here
1: Stars, I died so I could haunt you Next one up We've got Mind Doodles By Alex Tronique And Gabrielle Vitel. Hmm. Keeping it on that mysterious but positive kind of vibe into the night. So here we are in studio on Main Street with?
6: Antonio. Antonio De Luca. Antonio De Luca. Am I actually, pronouncing okay. that right? You, you got it right perfectly, but um, actually there's a missing name. There's a middle name, which is Antonio Benito De Luca.
1: Antonio Benito De Luca.
6: Yes. That's cool. Italian. That's my full name. Assume, yeah. Both grandfathers' names, pretty much. Sweet,
1: man. My Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you know, I I wrote a blog post today. Yeah. And I talked a little bit about um, how when I first uh, came to be invited to have a show on Tough City Radio, it was actually, I went to the old offices, and you've actually been doing a little bit of
6: laps around town, it sounds like. Yeah. Dude, I haven't been doing any training since my broken wrist, right? So... (laughs) I just, I don't know, man. I went, I went to went for sushi for a beer, and then, um, yeah, I I just decided to run right, like right across town to Vargas, Vargas Treasures, thinking that maybe Tough City Radio was underneath there somewhere. Which is which is where it used to be, yeah. Yeah, right. And I mean, I, I walked into someone's house, and they said, <laughs> I was like, "Is this? T- do you know where Tough City Radio is?" He's like, he's like kind of confused, he's like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> No I don't, man. Anyways, so basically I, I, I looked it up, uh, uh, like there was some girl, out, some woman outside and she thought it was down near the t- the the, sh- the, what's it called, the hostel, right? And eventually I ran all the way that way and then I ran and then some nice person took pity on my soul and... <laughs> Told me where it was really, which was right above yeah, yeah. you, the above, the above the work work PC. Gotta BC. love them yeah. work PC. How many
1: lives of this sorted out, right? But yeah, they sorted out my life too. I gotta say, there you go. Well, here we are. We just cracked uh, cracked some beers. Cheers. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's nice to have you, man. Um, you were you were away. Yeah, um, man. down in yeah. Toronto.
6: Yeah, basically family time. Basically, I, I broke my wrist. There's nothing much to do. I couldn't surf. Uh, I couldn't skate i couldn't do anything really besides uh, might as well might as well check in with the fam right yeah exactly actually you know what it was good it was a good time you know it really got me kind of centered you know because i realized you know there's a lot of people with problems out there especially at the ho- in the hospitals and stuff so it was good, man. It was good. It was a reality check, you know. It's a real reality check. Yeah. So the first thing I did when I woke up
1: this morning was flipping through. I believe it was uh, I- ID Magazine or maybe Days and Confused, one of those online, uh, really sweet publications that I love to check in with. They do the cultural reporting and that, and hit it on over. And they had a post today. It was like top ten skate videos or something from the
6: nineties. Nice. And yeah, there was some classics in there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge like. All right, yeah. like I can say a lot about you know like the Thrasher magazines and all that stuff. When I was like, when I was a teenager, I fucking love that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. I love that stuff. Um, uh, and really. It's it's just like the the crazy acrobatics and I maybe I don't know maybe my my mom was an acrobatic as well like a, a a a gymnast basically and I guess I I enjoy lots of fucking sorry what do you mean she was a gymnast she my my mom was a gymnast when she was a in, when she was a, a teenager basically so like and I always enjoy things like just like action movies where people are just, everyone enjoys that stuff right? It's just, it's great, it's cool feats that people do, like parkour is awesome right? And so that's, and
1: so you kinda used to watch, you I read read. skates,
6: like I used to read skate magazines, I love skate magazines and it's just, it's great to see, I mean I'm not a skater myself but I love, I just love watching like these, especially the still shots, like just the shots like where they're just weightless, just right in there.
1: And, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I love about uh, watching them, too. That's why I was watching yeah. these little clips of skate, skate scenes, and also because it was a really cool moment in time, right? Yep. Um, these 90s skate films, they actually were interesting to me, just considering the fact that, you know, and maybe there was even some of the shots, would it maybe were even from the 80s, I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, it captured, you know, the Dinosaur Jr. music that was playing, or, like, the, the, the punk, or the the rock and stuff. It captures a moment in time. So, anyways... It kind of got me stoked to talk to you because you're actually attempting to do some type of feat of skateboarding. <laughs> Expl- <laughs> yeah. Explain this to me, because
6: you're you're not a skater per se, right? No, I wouldn't say that. I, I basically I bought a skate. I bought a like a surf skate carver board, with and it's kind of like pretty much the same size as any nor- normal deck that you'd see. And I and usually and I love it. I love just pretending to surf basically on this thing. It's Perfect for that. You pump exactly the same way as on a wave, so like you use mainly your upper body to to change your direction and your shoulder. Like that's basically the same as surfing. So and you can pick up speed that way. And so I was doing that a lot and it was fun. Like you pretend you could do just pretend to be like use your imagination, pretend to be surfing, and it's fun. But like I went, I I took it to an extreme when um, it was not really extreme. Basically, I just I, I commuted with it to to my friend's place. I went down a hill and. I was groggy, I took a nap earlier on as my habit lately uh, and kind of just felt like extended my hand out and broke my wrist basically, just broke my radius, It displaced it completely and went with shock because I was going to be playing a, a St. Patrick's Day concert and I was going to rehearsal at that point, point in time as the guitarist for Aaron. Aaron Turner's man, pretty much, which I love. So like, we had a lot of fun there, and um, I was really stoked to get there. And I was late, and I kind of rushed there, and it felt, but you know, that's so. It, so it, uh, you're, that rushing, happens, you're rushing. You
1: were rushing to basically a jam session or a practice session, exactly. Which is, you know, I'm sure something that's quite understandable, uh, <laughs> you know, on many levels. Uh, but what was the moment where you knew it was all going to,
6: you know, expletive? Yeah. So basically, I f- I felt I came I. I, was, I looked at my wrist and it was not right. it was not anatomically correct. you could tell that uh it looked like a dinner fork, basically okay, <laughs> so it was bent pretty much, and out of basically my whole palm went down below my arm and um yeah it was it was basically I went to the hospital they tried to set it twice they gave me some awesome ketamine, which was was um so just well it's it's basically uh, uh yeah so um. They gave me some drugs that helped, but I was awake the whole time, and it was very little amounts. It's a minuscule amount that they gave, right? They're really, really great at, at monitoring these things, but the point is is that it helps with certain pain. pain uh, and anyways. So it's I, been a long road of recovery. Yeah, and, it's been, uh, sorry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Today was basically like, yeah, like, uh, you know, your first day in the water, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, pretty much,
6: pretty much, yeah.
1: Um, Is that a harrowing experience? I mean, what what made you want to get pa- get out there in the water in one shape or another?
6: Oh, uh, well, you know, like, I'm just, basically, um, I figured out a way to, like, not use my wrist very much. So, um, but yeah, like, just just to say, I'll just tell you a little more, and, like, it's basically, go- I got surgery. I got a metal plate in my hand, uh, in my wrist, and it's, um... It's been five weeks that I've been out. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't, I basically couldn't do the Sobo thing, which I usually do. I'm, a, I'm the pizza guy at Sobo. And basically, yeah, I couldn't work. And I've been pretty much chilling. I went back to Ontario and saw my family. That's the reason I went, basically. And it was good times, good, like, getting back to the roots and then coming back here and just realizing that a lot of people break bones here. And they, and I learned a lot of tricks as far as dealing with physio and stuff. And now I'm going to, I'm on my way to recovery. I have three more weeks and uh, it should be good to go to work soon. So I'm stoked, really stoked. Next week I get x-rays and... Hopefully everything's good. That's awesome, man. Thanks for Everybody in town has heard this freaking story already.
1: So, <laughs> That's yeah. okay. We got yeah. we got a shout and, out and,
6: to uh, And we'll, okay, to 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 ask, answer your question. Um like basically uh I went in the water because I just wanted to get back out. I was really stoked from I was watching basically what I did was watch pros, the pros, the Bells competition and and, and like Margaret River and that stuff and really kept my stoke going just from that. It's really fun just to watch that. Well,
1: thanks for spreading your stoke here. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to get back
6: to the water and just really, really get with, like, I came here, I like to teach. I love to teach, so I went out there. I wet my wrist and, like, I realized I took the bandage off and I realized that it was pretty healed, so it was really well healed, um, so I don't have to worry so much about getting in the water, which is great. And I got to, like, help people, teach people to surf, and it was a really beautiful day today as well, right? It was amazing. It was, just a, it was beyond a. Yeah.
1: You're going to be ripping it up at a firing cocks in no time. Pretty much. So, uh, we're going we're gonna to play a song here and uh, stick around with us. Uh, We've got a few more guests that have come into the studio and whatnot, but I want to play this left field track just because, why not? This is Dusted featuring Roots Maneuver. How I many of
7: guys say want well, freestyle? There will be no blows now, freestyle. This style is not free. This style is expensive. Alright, Otai Choose. Proper possessed who like the death, you go y'all, yes, the Mr. Upfront Fresh. My level is seldom seen. View and far between them fools, they couldn't douse my cane. Lean to the mean for the bread, head. Swept in the face, strapped down I get sunset to sunset. We don't sweat yet. cool we don't fret by the devs, them hold me. I'm picky with precision. I made my decision then. Death itself can't hold us down. Cause the seeds of progress, them done get sown. My tough back, broke the cane and four, face flat. To the floor, but I found the strength to commence with a brand new sense of self. Zulu coming true, Tokyo train style, hippa to the like cool. Good job. <laughs> But I won't waste my breath I let actions speak Though this beat stands Taller than the peak Of ever I visualize Embrace the progress Chin high puff
1: As left field, Dusted, featuring Roots Manuva. We're back here in tough City Radio Studios. The warmth of the night pervades.
6: The, the warmth we are, of the night pervades. The, wa-
1: the warmth of the night pervades. I like that. <laughs> and and uh, Didi has come into the studio here, and I just want to say thank you for the sushi. Um, that's all I'm, I'm going to say about that. I really appreciate it. Although there's a dearth of wasabi, and that's that's a problem as far as next time is concerned.
6: Yeah, wasabi drought <laughs>
1: in the studio—it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we got some lights being set up. You know, there's a lot a lot of activity here. There's been a lot going on tonight. Earlier, before my show, uh, I had a news flash for the last folks. We, there's D, uh, Roman and Dina have their show. It's called Timeout with Dina and Roman, and uh, D- Roman is actually he's um. He's from the Czech Republic. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've I've heard him on the
6: radio. Actually, he's awesome.
1: And and he, he is. Does. He's a great guy. But I I blew his mind tonight. I let him know that his country of origin—they're changing its name, or they want to change the name to Czechia—and we kind of got into a whole thing about that. Oh, it's pretty um, intense. And he said, "No, there's no way it's true." I'm um, not familiar with that at all. Like that's wow. Look, uh, most people aren't. Apparently, he wasn't familiar with that either. And that's crazy. His yeah. mom was listening online, and she actually confirmed it.
6: So, wow! Yeah. So, so what's what's the what's the new name? Czech- Czechia. 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 I guess, which
1: I liked, but he said like it was kind of a Nazi slur back in the day for them, oh. which is a whole other dimension, right? So r- live radio happening one way or the other, and yeah, into Radio, right? So
6: for real, for real, yeah.
1: And, and, well, and uh, we, we. So we, what,
6: what exactly? Like yeah. So this this Czechia. So what was the. Uh, so it's it's the it's the Nazi slur that you're saying that yeah Biden I didn't did. realize that so why president. did they why did they change it that to that that doesn't make sense
1: because in this Twitter generation no one wants to write like three words right mm-hmm. the Czech Republic I sort of got that's a serious reason why they're changing it oh, okay. not just Twitter
6: but okay so it forms. doesn't really relate to that at least uh, that's, yeah, yeah no, 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 I don't no. I mean as it's far kind as of know. unfortunate that it's this it's
1: <laughs> although he brought up the fact that uh you know maybe there's external influences that are you know kind of pressuring mm. things on it right. interesting Ooh. stuff you know we we like to bring up the politics
6: every once in a while right politics yeah I'm but, not, uh, i don't I try not to follow it as much as possible <laughs> that's how I roll really <laughs>
1: But uh, speaking of like really interesting, you know feats yeah. and whatnot, I want I wanted to kind of let our listeners know here about something that you've kind of gotten quite good at, and it was brought to mind because we did talk about the sushi that, that we're dealing with here and you had the chopsticks. And in fact, yes, you've become quite yes. adept at using chopsticks. Tell me how that came about.
6: Uh, well, with, okay, with one so hand. it started at a young age. <laughs> um, I have had I've I i do not know where it came from really. I'm, like I have no, it, yeah, I don't really have any. Asian like ancestors, but maybe I do. You never know, right? That's a thing. We don't know how far we don't know that far back. But the point I'm trying to say is, yes, I am good with chopsticks. I'm proficient with both hands. Right now, I've learned basically. Okay, I was back in Niagara with my mom. She's like, this amazing faux place opened up, so I, I decided to go along and, and check it out because I mean, nothing is Thornhill, Ontario is where I, my parents live, basically. Just so we get in. Thornhill. Uh, yeah. Well, Thornhill is actually no. Thornhill is actually a suburb of Toronto, or like closest Toronto. Yeah. But like, it, uh, we're in the Niagara region, we go way south man, right, on the south side of, the southwest side of the island, it's like a long, it's a pretty long uh, lake, right? I'm giving you some peninsula? education here. Peninsula? Yeah, the, yeah it, it, well, I'm seeing, well I mean, on Lake Ontario is, is, is a long lake, and there, yeah, we're on the peninsula, right? There's a peninsula that goes... Okay, I'm not gonna go through it. There's lots of great lakes <laughs> around us, right? We got yeah, like yeah. Huron, we got Erie. Erie, we got... Anyways, the point is, it's a beautiful place, and uh, we went to, to get back on track. Um, the faux place, I was basically learning how to how to uh, slurp up faux. Basically the first, okay, so I was very, very persistent. I'm a very persistent person and I decided I'm going to learn how to use chopsticks with my left hand. That's basically what happened. And the faux was the most challenging thing because I had plastic chopsticks. They're super slippery. I had glass noodles, really hard to pick up. That's a, that's a crazy
1: things. visual, man. I'm, I'm with you.
6: Yeah, right, right. And then there's like, all, oh, the seafood is easy. Like, they're chunks, right? But really, I basically what I did was I mirror-imaged myself. I would think, all right, how do I hold chopsticks usually? And so I would put my chopsticks in the cast hand and, like, sort of feel it out. And then I'm like, okay, so it makes so, sense. So let's just pause for a
1: second here. Yeah, like, sorry. okay, so, so people know because we're, we're, no, we're on radio, uh, people
6: need to know whether your left hand or your right hand was in the cast, okay? Oh, yeah. So, I am right-handed. Uh-huh. That's my dominant hand. So, uh, and it's busted. There's nothing to do about it. I, I gotta use my left. And I figured it'd be like an awesome, I, I'm kind of connected with the spirituality thing and like creativity and the left side of the brain and whatever. Maybe maybe if you use your left hand a lot. And I'm uh, the, the good thing is, is I've already used it a lot from guitar. Like, basically, when you think about it, you use it so often on guitar.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like, I mean, personally, like, you know, there's the left and the right hand aspects to playing guitar, and it's got to be combined in your head—the left and the right, I guess, the exactly. sides of the brain. And I, I would assume, was it similar or different than when you're trying to learn how to use chopsticks with the left hand,
6: like playing, like learning <laughs> guitar? Yeah. It, you know what? When you, yeah, it, it's exactly—it was the same thing. It's the most awkward feeling. It's like basically, yeah, it's really awkward. That's interesting. So
1: basically. Um, you know, here now you're proficient at uh, you know chopsticks, and I'm sure many other abilities that we won't yeah. go into. That uh, basically, uh, you know, you, you, now that you've got, you're gonna start using, you know, get the use of your hand back again, yeah. the right hand.
6: Do you think you're gonna lose those abilities? No, nah, dude. Actually, you know what? I okay. So one thing I've also been doing is writing with my left hand, and it's just mainly for the whatever reason. I just I I like it, so I'm gonna keep doing them and try to get like proficient with my left hand. Right now, I, I write like a six-year-old, so it's it's getting there. It's I mean, at least I can write and it looks legible, so with my left hand. But and and I bring uh, some cool you stuff know,
1: with it. Uh, there you go. So yeah. you have know, got, got plenty of abilities, <laughs> and hopefully that transfers to paddling and catching sweet waves. And uh, yeah, to, maybe to the next, maybe
6: I'll just yeah. Next, so.
1: Right. So, so we're gonna we're gonna move into another track here. Why not play uh, some DJ Shadow, Redeemed? Because you know maybe your right hand's gonna get redeemed a little bit here. <laughs> Shadow with Redeemed. We'll let it waft out and next we'll bring in an Arcade Fire song that reminds us by its title, We Exist.
7: Into
1: Tough City Radio. So here we are back in Tough City Radio studios, and it's turned into a little bit of an audiovisual smorgasbord, should we say? As there's camera lighting and video happening, and we got you know multiple guests and friends in the studio and whatnot. It's a good time, and um, so you know, thanks for joining us. And thanks for joining us here, Antonio. Well, thank you, man.
6: I'm glad to join you guys.
1: So, what we're um, in the process of doing right now, or what I'm, in, what I've been in the process of doing, is um, welcoming my very first sponsor on board for the Frequency Horizon Radio Show. Wow, um, cool, man. That's um, Co-op. No way. You know that place? I didn't. Yeah, I, I think I know it. I think yeah. you've been there a few times.
6: Quite a few times, yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm glad to have them on as uh, the, f- the first Frequency Horizon sponsor and kind of welcome to the team and whatnot. So Wow,
6: that's shocked. Wow, I'm that's awesome. <laughs> shocked? Why are you shocked? Well, I don't know. I'm You're- just like, I-, I don't know. I didn't think... I mean, co-op's great, you know, whatever. Uh, I It's well. awesome. There you go.
1: And uh, so what I've done is I've actually gone out and uh, created... An advertisement, the first one. Um, I figure why not, right? I'm going to play it on the show. I I actually made the music tonight. Um, I wanted to kind of give it that sort of ocean, oceanic flavor to it, but still upbeat, positive vibe, nothing too serious. Just have some fun with it. And actually got a couple of the local um, hardware store employees who have been on the radio briefly before and whatnot to participate Mm -hmm. in the ad creation so that's something that um, look we're going to de- debut right now we could talk about awesome. it after and uh, you know just because it's something I'm, I'm kind of proud of something in, you know is, will be a work in progress as far as creating new ads over time why not yeah. I mean it is a Frequency Horizon show why not uh, you know make sure that uh, what you're putting out there is kind of interesting for everyone to listen to so for sure, for sure man. check it out let's hear it
3: hi I'm Shari
8: and I'm Jeff from, from Tofino Co-op, Co-op Hardware <laughs>
3: Are you new to the community or just putting off getting that co-op number we keep asking you for?
8: Why not invest $10 and become a lifetime member-owner?
3: Our member-owners will receive 5% in cash back and equity on all their purchases made throughout the year.
8: Your membership is good at all of our locations. The grocery store, gas bar, Tofino Life Clothing, and of course the hardware store. This also gives you a vote at our annual meetings.
3: So take five minutes to stop by our admin office. Invest in yourself and your community. Easy peasy, right G?
8: Yeah, easy peasy, Shari. Co-op,
4: you're You're at home here. (laughs) Right.
1: So there you go that was uh the first ad that i created and whatnot awesome awesome man yeah i don't know um like if you you actually i have helped out in the past with frequency horizon uh synth- synthesization pre- previously synthesization. Remember
6: that? yes yes so i can hear that in the background for sure and yeah you would definitely Dude. probably recognize the synthesizer you know you know what man yeah oh i was oh yeah
1: that's the same one that you were you kind of you oh. know playing around with and whatever uh,
6: that awesome. day I can't even remember what we we just we were just playing around it was awesome I know, just I know. playing around on the on the synthesizers right
1: yeah and uh you know the the, the interesting part is that uh, I actually applied for a journalism fellowship yesterday partly using a clip that featured that audio cool so it's and that's so I just re-uploaded that clip to um, my SoundCloud, which is, by the way, if you want to check out any of the previous broadcasts, just go to soundcloud.com slash Frequency Horizon. You can download them, stream them, whatever else. And, um, yeah, so I actually just re-uploaded that clip that that you actually contributed to yesterday and was getting quite a number
6: of of lit plays just without even really promoting it. So it's pretty cool. So thanks again, man. Nice, man. Yeah, you know what? Whatever you want me to do, if you want me to just get back in that sandbox and play again, I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) <laughs> totally, we'll Do man, some I'm, more audio production at some point. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love writing. I like music, and I, I haven't written my own songs yet. But like, I really, I re- I really feel like there's, there's. Do you
1: think that you, you have a song in you? You have a like a. I, have many, I think I have
6: many songs in me. It's just, yeah. It's what's just, it gonna take? What's it gonna take to get that out? What's it gonna take? Oh, I don't know, yeah. man. I think, uh, I think maybe uh maybe some some sort of brass inspiration, or circular objects <laughs> uh, so perhaps. Big, big brass balls yeah brass balls Fair enough yeah, yeah so. i think that's gonna make a, a big thing uh just because you know you're putting yourself out there you know it's kind of a vulnerable state and it's great it's once you do it it's really awesome like that's what i like about performing you know it's like you just give it like even now you know you just give it whatever comes up it's, so so it's okay like, so but like let's relate it to surfing for a second yeah yeah
1: you know because i i hear what you're saying it's intimidating to be out there whether it's being on the microphone
6: on the radio or whether it's, it's really intimidating yeah re- you it's, know? it's intimidating and it's really intimidating yeah like i i performed i always thought you know like i perform was going to perform with that or irish band right and with uh, basically aaron turner and allison uh allison sawyer and um, that was going really well and it's way more, it's way easier in a band because you just have all these people, like you just, you're a team, like you just go up in front of like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like paintball, like I was talking, um, um, I was talking about paintball, like, it's like that, you're on a team, like you have a whole bunch of people backing you up, you know, but when you're on by yourself, I started performing by myself with the guitar. Oh, wow. And it's like, I went to open mics, that's basically in Toronto, that's where I'm from actually a year ago. Where was the open mic? open mics everywhere basically I I even performed in a pizzeria at one point really like it's a pizzeria that had open mics on Wednesdays and it's it was funny because yeah you had all these people it was basically a restaurant and (laughs) they had like live music it was awesome actually it was the coolest thing because it's just like you had this family right like maybe two feet away from you eating pizza and you're like performing just songs that speaking of which shout out to all the pizza pizza delivery guy out
1: there wherever you are if you're listening to the radio (laughs) You know what, you know, you're, you're doing good work, just keep it up, get to where you need to go, eyes on the road, you know, be, be safe and all that, but thanks for tuning in, by the way,
6: and uh, yeah, we actually man. had pizza delivery. let show some here love here to tonight. the pizzeria yeah. man, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the pizza delivery guy, I mean, come on. Like, they're listening. They're yeah. listening they're, they deliver know? the delicious
1: za to, to people. They actually delivered pizza here tonight, it's Tough City Radio even, so, you know, yeah, Tony's exactly. Pizza, you know, shout out. Shout out. So uh, let's let's go. I wish I knew his name. Let's let's go into the next song. Um, we've got a song by Tapper. It's called "Bought and Sold." You're talking about buying and selling pizzas, or at least you know that's that's maybe a tie-in there. So maybe that's a bit of a cheesy segue, but deal with it. Here it is. <laughs> Moto, ideally I'm pronouncing that correctly. The song's called Rain. It's the Flying Lotus live edit. It's Reishi Sakamoto, Rain, The Flying Lotus, live edit, and let's play the original, or at least the live version. It's Rain. You can hear the difference. Kind of compare, see what Flying Lotus actually did to this song. It's pretty distinct. Secondo with rain in a live contest.
5: You are listening to the Frequency Horizon on Tough City Radio ninety one
8: You are listening to Tough City Radio over the map at the end of the road, 90.1 FM
1: to It's 10.06 PM. It's black outside at this point. It was a beautiful sunset, and there's a sunrise yet to come, but uh, let's focus on the sunset for now. We got Alex live in studio. Alex. Pasifichi, did I get that right? That's correct. Hey man, how's it going? Great. Thanks so much for uh, coming by. I knew you were going to, and uh, that's why we left the door wide open for you. Well, thanks for
9: inviting me uh, randomly today when we met.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, uh, how could I not, right? You, you know, there's how many other people do you see set, set themselves down at a coffee shop with a microphone attached to a
9: camera, right? I'm going to say maybe the, a minority of people.
1: <laughs> maybe less, maybe more people than you might imagine, but, uh, you know, it's still definitely a minority. So thanks for coming on in. Uh, what, what, uh, can you just explain to the listeners out there What's what you've been doing here in the studio? Like, what are we actually looking at? What are those? It's like a light of some sort that you've set up here. This
9: is just a very simple LED light on a tripod with, um, with a little bit of diffusion paper so that the, the shadows on us are not... As hard as they would be without it, uh, I could still uh, I could afford to put more, but that 'll do
1: if, if people have been looking at my uh, frequency horizon Facebook page, which by the way, please feel free to like facebook.com dot slash frequency horizon if you want to you know stay up to date with cool photos and whatnot, and we 'll post this as well um, you know you, you may have noticed that the lighting in the studio at this time of night is not always great. So uh, I'm glad you've you've come in and helped us out with that as far as this evening is concerned. And then what kind of what kind of camera is that that that
9: we're kind of staring at up up in the sky there? That's that model. Uh, I bought it in 2011. It's a Canon 5D Mark II. Funny story about that. That's my second camera because my main camera, which is the uh, the model, is the 60. Uh, got busted in. Uh, a, a little bit more east from here, like, was it Moose Jaw? It was in Moose Jaw, I think. I busted my cam. It fell directly on the lens. That's a
1: pretty funny, pretty funny yeah, so far, yeah.
9: And and basically, my, my main cam won't read any of my lenses now because the lenses are electronic. So I'm using my second one, and when I get back home, I'm gonna have to send that one to Canon. So it's been, I, I've so many men down. I lost a light stand, earphones, and two tickets one speeding, one parking. Uh, and one towing. So yeah, oh, wow. it's it's been quite quite the trip. That's been all just, my fault.
1: Just just in this trip, and you and you you've been making your way out west from from Montreal. Is that right? Yeah, is that, Montreal. And that's all been part yeah. of the journey this this time around.
9: Yeah, um, I had some free time during this time, which was spring twenty sixteen, and um, some savings. So I was like, you know what? Let's just uh, go on a road trip. I'm 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 very. Like stable and regimented at home, which, which I love, but I, I had to take a break from that and like not care at all. That's, that's what brings many people out here to Tofino. I don't think you'd be the first,
6: and I don't you, think you'll be the last. Are you from Montreal? Yes, I'm from Montreal. Oh yeah, me too, man.
1: You know, I never knew you are from Montreal before this, uh, Antonio.
6: Yeah, I know, I know, I, I kind of keep it a secret, I don't keep it a secret, you kinda I love keep being keep
1: it hidden, you kind of, on the DL?
6: Well, the Montrealers, are pretty bilingual, so... Yeah, uh, we're pretty, uh... On est bilingues. On est bilingues, c'est ça. C'est ça, c'est ça. Puis on peut parler français aussi. Ouais. Why? Why, why? why
9: that's that's, that's really Kevin that's man.
6: like yeah that's what i learned from the kebeco why why why, why no but uh <laughs> like
1: but you're yeah. saying why yeah exactly so so explain to me so you're basically um alex with two x's by the way that's pretty pretty bad legally but yeah aesthetically i guess but you know i mean it's if it's what you use you know that's yeah. that's what we can go with uh, wow so <laughs> i just have to say wow Thank that's you. awesome
9: and everyone <laughs> and everyone always says yeah why don't you put three x's yeah it's real original
1: yeah, this, no, you no gotta one. fight fight against oh, that man. You go for no. the soft core, not the hardcore. You know,
6: that's the thing. It's too. X- I just form. think of that bat, like that movie of Vin Diesel, Triple X, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm I'm no Vin Diesel movie. Come on. <laughs> so so, but basically, you're a you're a videographer and yeah, well, a photographer, I mean, right?
9: Definitely, like I'd call myself a filmmaker, pretty much filmmaker. Okay. But my my passion and hobby are distinct from my work. So for work, I don't really make films. I make videos. And there's, there's a difference. You know, when you watch something on YouTube, a two-minute video, you're usually watching a video, not a film. Tutorial videos are not films. They're videos. I make corporate videos. I make wedding videos. I make music videos. And even, like, shoot some real estate, too, and, and a bunch of other things. But none of them are really films. And it's just because, at this point in my life, I haven't set focus to making narrative feature films with other individuals, which I do want to do and have done on a smaller scale, but filmmaking is my own personal hobby as opposed to the work. That's pretty cool.
1: Like, um, I think who, who could really argue with that, you know? Like, I've I've been to Hot Docs in
6: Toronto. That's a film, film festival.
1: Oh, okay, cool. It's not a video festival, so I totally it, get yeah. where you're coming from.
6: I've, I've been there seven I, I've lived in Toronto for eight years, and i would never been to Hot Docs. That's all. Dude,
1: there's, like, midnight screenings. And I know. for free. I like, know. what's your
6: issue? I should check that uh, out. I, I was, haven't heard I of I it. Was, I was a workaholic back then. <laughs> <laughs> I've so changed I, a lot. So,
1: on that note, as far as hot dogs, which is basically for people, you know, just if they're interested in knowing what we're talking about, it's, um, you know, like a documentary film festival that Toronto has, and I'm sure, like, many other, you know, communities and towns around the world, whatever, have have these sorts of things, and uh, one that I posted today on um, the Frequency Horizon website, which I'm going to start promoting soon. But, uh, you know, if you want, you can check check out the beta version, FrequencyHorizon.com. I posted a video in the video sections uh, a section about uh, a new Iranian film that's coming out about raving in, in uh, Iran. And that's something that's going to be showing at the Hot oh. Dogs Festival. Oh, that's
9: so cool. That sounds really cool. Raving in Iran.
1: Wow. Raving in Iran or like, you yeah. know, like maybe... Two taking, very complimentary yeah. things. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Not really. But, you know, it's... Um, that's... You know, that, anyways it'll be interesting thing to look at just because, you know, there's people that are take these hedonistic passions, uh, but it's it's more than that in the other other places around the world because, you know, um you know, the government and whatever will clap down on on people just for making you know beats and whatnot. So, that's that's one example of a narrative film that I came across today that or is, that, that was looked interesting. But what sort of um, things would you want to get into as far as the types of films you would create in in future once you move past the video and whatnot?
9: Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so as I said, I'm, I mainly do personally documentary reality. I shoot what's going on, I work with what I got, and I put it together creatively. And, and I think I naturally went to that type of filmmaking because it's essentially a diary of, of my life that I keep through audio and visual, as opposed to writing it down, which many people do, or as opposed to writing music, let's say, and lyrics. But in the future, um, I'm actually open to work on any type of uh, feature but, uh, well, I'll just describe... Uh, three of my favorite movies uh, are... My first... Well, first one, they're kind of all top three. Okay, Eternal so let's just... We don't have to
1: rank them, per se, but let's
9: just yeah, say... Yeah, no, they are, like... Oh, okay, No, no, ahead, I mean, like, they're, ahead, they're equal, yeah, they're yeah, equal. Yeah, yeah. They're okay, right, 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 equal. fair enough. It's Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and The Matrix 1. So, Fear and Loathing would probably be one of the films that I'd like to do something similar to. I really like the psychedelic imagery and because when you when you make a movie not necessarily about drugs but definitely movies with drugs or anything psychedelic there is so much creativity in every aspect of the film in the dress in the shooting in the editing in the post-production and in the audio and even in the story you know like non-linear time you could do all of that in a psychedelic film so that i really like because it's creative that i would like to do I think that's it might be a tall order for many people, but uh, if you have the vision for it, I think you know you, you'd be able to execute it right? so I think so, so I think so, but with the help of a, a writer and director, because I'm very technical with shooting and editing in terms of story, I have to develop that more. I mean, at the end of the day, you really have to just
1: know what your strengths are, right? And then either delegate or kind of just figure out, you know, team
9: members that you can kind of work alongside with and everything else. It's going to happen, man, for sure. I'm not there yet. I'm enjoying myself. And when, when the time comes, I'll work on it. You know, and, and you were showing me
1: today some, some video that you'd been shooting of yourself in in the car. What's, what's it
9: like to, you know, turn the lens on yourself? <laughs> it's, uh, as I was talking about with you before, uh, it's... It's a, it's a novel experience because I haven't done that in over five years. I used to shoot myself more when I had a camcorder, and when everything was automatically focused, everything was automatically exposed, you flipped the screen and you could just shoot and roll. You don't have to worry about focus or anything like that. But then when I started getting this set up with multiple lenses and the screen and things became heavy and, and shots required many, many <laughs> minutes and sometimes half an hour to set up, uh, I, I can't just really shoot myself on the fly anymore. So the fact that this is a very long trip allows me to take the time to actually set up all these shots and, uh, and so yeah, it's a unique and novel experience that I've experienced before but, but not recently and it is a bit strange and, it, and it's kind of hypocritical of me because I shoot everyone.
1: What's the end goal of what you're shooting now on this trip? I mean,
9: do you have an idea or is it really you're going to worry about that later? You kind of actually inspired me to submit it to a festival, honestly, like a doc fest. But uh, to answer your question, um,
1: just 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 like throw a little credit in there for Frequency Horizon, <laughs> just right at the end. Just like, uh,
9: great, man. Thanks, just kidding. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, uh, the the goal, yeah. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I do know, as cliche as it sounds, that I have been learning a lot about myself, actually, on this trip, about myself by being with myself and with other people, and I've filmed it all. So, in the end, it's kind of like a, I guess, quarter-life semi-autobiographical work mixed with Documenting Canada. Because how old are you now, I should ask? 26, and I turned 26 on April 3rd when I started my trip in Moose Jaw and Regina, Saskatchewan by myself, so that was pretty cool too. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. there you go, you know, and like uh, add another quarter century on,
1: you'll have some, some like mad credits and Scorsese props on, <laughs> on the...
9: Nice, man. Who
1: knows? I, and, but, and frequency will be worldwide, 24-7. Frequency horizon, yeah, it was just going all the way around. Um, what I want to do is, uh, you know, since you inspired me again with, uh, with what you were saying about about cinematics and whatnot. Um, because one of the, and, and I think they're from even Montreal, I could be wrong, but uh, I wanted to play this fairly long, so strap yourselves in. Godspeed, you Black Emperor tract. It's called Their Helicopters Sing there, Their, T H E I R, Helicopters with Apostrophe S Sing. Are they from, do you know if Godspeed you Black Emperor is from Montreal? Does anyone know?
9: I'm going to ask Antonio here.
6: Um, I don't know, man. Skill I want to say yes. Dude, yeah, I should have paid attention. I have sure. a lot of friends who love Godspeed. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it'll t- well, we'll let and you know. I, I, I enjoy them too. Well, well I'm going to
1: start the track, and uh, it's a long enough track that we'll have time to, as it begins to play, we'll have the answer in about three seconds' time. But, uh, yeah, their Helicopter Sing. For the record, this track by God's Speedy Black Emperor was the brainchild, the development, the oeuvre, shall we say, of Yes, it is correct, a Montreal, Quebec band. Enjoy the post rock experience. Feed you black emperor the hel- their helicopters sing and next up we have a vancouver island based artist sai and ty i got this off their soundcloud it's called delight sky yeah that does rhyme and i think you'll enjoy what you hear Sai and Ty, that's CY and TY. Search them up on SoundCloud and that one's called Delight Sky. And what a delight this guy was tonight. That's something that um, I'm sure got quite a number of you guys inspired out there uh, in one way or another. And just listening to this music, this interaction that we've been having here in the studio has created a bit of inspiration on our own end and you know, I figured I'd bring you back in, uh, <laughs> Antonio, on this. Um, you know, what, like we, had, like let's just like take it back, like a few seconds ago in the studio, we had uh, the, the Godspeed you Back Black Emperor playing, and first of all, like how would you describe like the like that the vibe of that track? Like it was kind of moody, hey?
6: Yeah, it's that's what I love about Godspeed. Godspeed is that they're really moody, and um, I don't know. I just I love I love that kind of ambient. Um, like just the atmosphere that they create in all their songs to just it's, it's um, it just draws me more into it and I just feel like I can like I, I can I can be immersed in it you know what I mean it's like you really really immerse, immerses yourself in that kind of and it, it just brings up certain emotions as far as like um, yeah it just brings up certain emotions about well that. and there's like like that track particularly
9: had a lot of tension I didn't, I didn't know they made that type of music I thought it was more metal because I had never listened to them before I totally thought that too. And I, and I love ambient, particularly electronic ambient, but what I noticed about post rockets is it's pretty much rock ambient. That's cool. Yeah.
6: That's exactly... Yeah. So they're, they're more of like that post-rock. That's what they like, call it, yeah. Post-rock. Yeah. it's like.
9: yeah, rock It's like, we're done with rock, man. Yeah. Beyond that. We're, we're, we're
6: so past that.
1: But yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, and I mean, it it reminds me of a lot of, you know, those those bands that kind of, they may have been involved in, you know, some type of heavy metal or, or rock, and then they've, you know, if, I don't, maybe you don't want to say they moved beyond it, but they definitely have kind of, in some ways, looked inward or, you know, taken a different spin as to what they were previously doing, and I think that's kind of been a theme tonight that we were talking about, is just how, like, you know, you may do one thing, but then you may kind of turn things on yourself, whether it's photography or cameras or tonight, yeah, like, we have a camera shooting at us or, you know, that kind of right. thing. And I was just wondering, how does that flip the script? Have you ever been in kind of a situation where you've sort of thought about, uh, thought about that?
6: Well, yeah, for sure. Like, that's basically what this reminded me of is my... Going back to Ontario and, like, being really introspective of my own life, basically, I had to- a lot of time to think about things, right? Like, with... Not being able to work and other things like that, and it's like, what I realized is, yeah, man. Like I've been through searching for answers. You know, I've been searching for answers for being fulfilled in life and just like really like appreciating things, like a, you know, like a child almost. You know, like uh, you you see a child, they're just like going nuts. They don't they don't care. They just they they're just having fun. You know, and what I, I've I've some somewhere along the line, some something happens, like you just get derailed and you. You get stuck in cycles, right? And for me, I realized that really all it is is about practicing self-love. You know, like just really. I learned this. My, like it was a really intense experience because I've went through a lot of personal development and all kinds of stuff, and like just trying to search for the answer, the answer to the question. You know, like.
1: Are you Sure, you weren't just doing too much of that ketamine.
6: Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, no. No. I I'm pretty. I'm pretty no drug person. But yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. The ketamine is something that. Yeah. I don't know. So, so that I mean, is that st-
1: does that resonate with you in any way? I mean, is that does that sort of uh, parallel at all what you were
9: talking about as far as well? Yeah, I mean, count? I come from um, as everyone does, like from a different background and all, and a different environment, and all these things, and I I realized that um, later on in my life, but I realized that I always had it and self love, like love for myself, basically, and it's because in large part of my parents. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's luck of the draw, in a sense. But my parents were very open and loving. They allowed me to to, to grow uh, at my own speed. I mean, they did discipline me, obviously, but, I mean, not, not to an extent, you know? And uh, they're the statistical anomaly. They're still married. And that makes a huge difference, you know, because I never had to deal with par- going back and forth, being used as something, maybe. I never... so. You know, my my uh, I guess my, my, my faith in life and humanity and all that has been generally positive, and of myself positive. And I've been through my own personal hard times too, um, and and have prevailed. I've worked on it, but in large part thanks to my parents too, and you know, friends and family and all that. It's your environment, it's everyone, yep. and it's yourself though.
6: But yeah, I think that's kind of like... parents for sure. Yeah, I have great parents as well. Just to comment on this. It's like. Yeah, like, my family's awesome, you know, and even so, like, I was hard on myself in long, a lot of part of my life, and eventually I realized it's just a cycle, it's like this, this, this thing, and it just wasn't fun, man, I was just realized that, that there's, there's a, a lot more, like, you, when you're so internal on yourself all the time, you can't really focus on anything else, like, it's really hard to really be present, you know, and it's, a, it's a lot to do with meditation and stuff like that, that I'm with. but yeah, it's like, I think that's the key is really to be to to like to like do like positive energy right? It's like positive energy instead of negative energy. Positive energy we all know actually heals, you know, like we we like we mean it's theoretically like that, you know, like you can speak to a plant and like talk to talk to them lovingly and they'll grow a certain way and if you if you're negative, you create negative emotions, like the plant will die. It's like it's it's weird. it's, 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 It's the, it's the the
1: different, it's your energy, based different frequencies, right, like, your frequencies,
6: exactly, like, you know, how that interacts, you know, Mm. yeah, and a perfect, like, frequency horizon, does that have anything to do with the, frequency
1: horizon, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just generally speaking, abstract, in an abstract way, kind of, like, playing with that idea, right, of, you know, not maybe, maybe not, not throwing an answer out there as to, okay, this is what it means, but rather, as posing the question you know like okay so what does happen if you know you have these negative frequencies or these um you know interesting frequencies that whether it's like in your case you're talking about a plant or whether it's you know these ideas of what you put out in the world as far as music maybe that you know makes someone day, day someone else's day brighter and that causes them to do something causes a chain reaction i
6: mean yeah it's 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 basically all related to your energy that you put out if you if you can you can easily get uh, like what were you going to say?
1: But, like, let's say it's, like, a, a negative kind of experience that creates some type of um, a challenge or, or an opportunity for growth. Yeah. It also leads to depth, right? And so that's kind of what I wanted to throw out there and just wonder, you know, throw it back at you, Alex, is just wondering if you're able to capture any of that. And, you know, having gone through some of those experiences that you've gone through... Is that something you think is going to show up on uh, on film as far as even just this time having your camera broken or certain aspects of your camera camera gear broken uh, and that creating
9: new challenges that maybe I've, you're able I've, to capture? I've captured... All of these things—not literally a shot of my camera falling, obviously—but in the sense that emotionally, and so because I've also been working on the way, like on projects for Montreal. So I've, in, when I was in Toronto early in my trip, I was actually stressed. I was on my trip. This was my, and I was stressed. And I was in the car, and I was shooting. I was looking at my laptop. We can't swear, right? So I was basically saying beep, beep over and over. And I was well, like, it's,
1: it's after ten, uh, so whatever, but
9: <laughs> no, but, but uh, still, my, my 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 point is. <laughs> Uh, as wonderful as this trip was i'm still a human being experiencing things so so yeah there's been many ups few downs but still you know like mess ups and uh, emotional uh like just getting low basically uh, from time to time and i've had to deal with it and yeah like shooting well, everything I've pretty Alex, much i remember
6: it. you were saying about like like you have to be able to like lo- like pretty much be be an, uh, like, love yourself as far as like because of the roller coaster of life. Like l- life is pretty much that's what it is. Like you think about it, you just don't see the freaking track, right? Usually on a roller coaster, when you go down on the track, you you can see the, what's gonna happen. You see the up, right? But you don't see the up, right? And it's always the case. You just go down and then up and down and up. It's just like it's constantly. And if you don't, that can Deal with yourself in yeah, the first place. True, How are you going to cool. deal with everything else? You know,
1: and that's something that I wanted to kind of move into next here, as far as this
6: uh,
1: this next track. And this is kind of more about the down than it is about the up. And you guys will all be familiar with this song, I would think. It's called uh, Brian Wilson, and it's by the Bare Naked Ladies.
10: Drove downtown in the rain, nine thirty on a Tuesday night. Just to check out the late night record show Call it impulsive, got it compulsive, call it insane But when I'm surrounded I just can't stop It's a matter of instinct, it's a matter of conditioning, a matter of fact You can call me Pavlov Dog Ring a bell and I'll salivate, how'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me you're not just a pedagogue. Cause right now I'm lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did. Well, I'm lying in bed, just like Brian
4: Wilson did.
1: naked ladies with brian wilson and next up we got lindstrom closing shot closing shot and we're not quite at our closing shot but that was Lindstrom with a slash in the o i wish i knew what the name for that character was good times thanks for tuning in we have dj zoico in studio setting up and catch him in about 11 minutes and 41 seconds time getting into the deeper and the dubber dubbier elements portions of the musical spectrum now the musical spectrum is created by electromagnetics of all sorts, and I'd like to uh, kind of get into that a little bit. And I actually just heard a few minutes minutes ago something I
6: didn't know about Antonio De Luca. was that yes, you sir, I am w- okay. So I'm uh, I'm originally a software uh, engineer, and yeah. um, I, I did my degree in, in um, computer science, and there was definitely a lot of. You know what what degrees are for? They're for like for becoming a PhD, basically. So like you you start there, and then you get a master's, and you get a PhD kind of thing. But like there's all these different experimental areas. Artificial intelligence. I did a lot in that, like just working with neural networks and like just basically learning all these things. And also um, uh, digital signal processing, right, F- with regards to music and electronic music and and just like the uh, yeah. What, what do you have to say about that, Alex? As far
1: as oh well, no no no. Before we get to Alex, I wanna I wanna know like for my yeah. Frequency Horizon listeners, who are yeah. obviously interested in frequencies, different signals, how they work yeah. together, and I'm like, what was it about that uh, that that you found inspiring or okay what, what yeah
6: it, actually okay so the the course um yeah it it basically we use this basically I used. Uh, Linux, which is an alternative operating system from w- windows right that 's what most software developers do and we we used a program called c sound which was it 's a very experimental it's it 's not very intuitive unless you connect like some kind of MIDI meaty, meaty uh, system to it you know like get some keys in there you know kind of thing but Otherwise, yeah. Basically, I would uh, we would play around with that as a sound, uh, and basically, you can create any uh, digitally. You can create any um, circuitry that you would in an analog synthesizer. You you could create any kind of um, like filters. You can do everything you want, but it's basically learning the mathematics, learning everyth- everything that's required to to engineering these things. So it, it's it was yeah. That's basically what it was. What,
1: what was it like to see behind
6: the wall of sound, essentially? Um, like the components that come together. I mean, like yeah, yeah. I mean, the, like as far as digitally, I never really got to play around with you know, analog synthesizers as much and the old stuff. It's basically models from the, those things from the from the '70s and the '60s, and you know. But um, yeah, it was cool because I got to see that you you can you can create totally new timbers. Like you can create totally new sounds. You know, like just from. From this, from digitally, digitally, it sounds a little bit too perfect compared to analog because you have like, like analog is actually physical, right? Yeah, it's yeah. actually. Yeah. There'll be
9: some wear and tear sometimes, a warm fuzz or something. It's yeah,
6: which gives it some character, right? And so you got to create that character in an electronic, in like an electronic format, like a digital format. So, um, yeah, because it's the mathematics is too perfect. Like, if you just follow ma- mathematics, like computers just do, like, give you the exact whatever it's a calculator right it'll yeah. give you the so it's there's no imperfections and so i learned a lot about like the difference between that um as far as engineering and yeah i learned i learned a lot about creating my own sounds and creating cool just cool sounds that no one would create you know like no one you can it's a very creative area i would say and that's what i like about electronic music like there it's always like there's anything's possible as far as sound you know Almost. So what I'm going to do now is uh, we're
1: we're going to come back with Alex in, in just a second, um, but I want to play this uh, this ad that I, I finished up there today for Co-op again, just so that we can we can play it uh, because it does kind of have some of those those frequencies in it and whatnot, and just sort of you know it is an analog-based synthesizer, sort of a digital-analog mix that I, I use to make it, so that kind of why not throw that on here and then um, and we we'll, we'll be back in a second.
8: So check it out.
3: Hi, I'm Shari.
8: And I'm Jeff. From From Tofino Co-op Hardware.
3: Are you new to the community or just putting off getting that co-op number we keep asking you for?
8: Why not invest $10 and become a lifetime member owner?
3: Our member owners will receive 5% in cash back and equity on all their purchases made throughout the year.
8: Your membership is good at all of our locations. The grocery store, gas bar, Tofino Life Clothing, and of course the hardware store. This also gives you a vote at our annual meetings. So
3: take five minutes to stop by our admin office. Invest in yourself and your community. Easy peasy, right G?
8: Yeah, easy peasy, Shari.
4: Co-op, you're You're at home
8: here. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Nice.
1: No, that actually included a clip right at the very beginning. I don't know if you heard it there of Waves. But in fact, that was a video clip that I recorded uh, a few weeks ago at Cox Bay. And I think that's where you were tonight. Is that, is that right? That's correct, yes. W- were you glad you headed out to Cox Bay tonight? What was it like? It was great. I was almost not going to do it.
9: And then earlier today, I met a random guy on a beach. And he says, you got to do it. You know, in a very condensed version of what he said. You got to do it. I yeah. got to do it. Heard so basically, before. I did it. No regrets. I went there with uh, all my gear at about 6.30 p.m., significantly in advance. Um, and uh, <laughs> we,
6: were fi- we were fishing at that time. <laughs> oh, nice.
9: So, and I brought all my, all my stuff and my guitar. And uh, I think
1: I was working on that ad. <laughs> and
9: and, and, and a, few, a few extra things, too. And yep. uh, basically, I just set myself up. Uh, on a nice log, just played guitar, and then when I saw some nice shots, I just filmed and then played guitar and filmed, and then some extra stuff and then filmed, <laughs> and it was great man, and I watched the, the whole sun go down. Uh, I, from what I've heard, this is a, a rare occasion for Vancouver and Vancouver Island, usually it's more hazy, usually it's, it's more flat, and we had every single color in the rainbow in that sky tonight.
1: Okay, so I want to talk to you about that, and and as uh, we're we're down to our last five minutes here, so I'm gonna just start playing this track. We could talk over it. Uh, this is Fujiya and uh, Miyagi conditioner, and so I'm just gonna play it in the background while we while I ask this next question, which is, you know, whether it's tonight or whether it's from another on your journey and Antonio this goes for me too because you've been crossing the country as well what's one memorable skyline or horizon line whether it's sunrise, sunset that you remember maybe start with tonight and maybe progress Alex to talking about another one of those moments if you'd like
9: okay so um Obviously tonight was a gorgeous one that, uh, living in Montreal, I never had the luxury to see and have rarely seen that one. I've been to California, so I'm sure I've seen it before, but like in, in this, you know, at this age, in this conscious state, like, no, I haven't seen it before, so it was gorgeous. But another memorable one with, uh, that I haven't, hadn't seen either uh, was also um, uh, one in Saskatchewan where it's, ver- it's very flat, as you know. And, uh, and I got a beautiful shot there at sunset too where you basically just see the flat plains and the orange sky in the background and that was gorgeous as well.
6: Yeah, so I, I can comment on that as well. And that's, yeah, I I understand this because this is just what we are used to in Tofino, especially, you know, like just amazing sunsets. And just, I'd say that would be the most memorable thing is actually here in Tofino last year in summer. Um Actually, my friend James Radke, who's a cook, who left last year after the season, he took this photo, and it was just this beautiful sunset. And I keep referring to it all the time. It's just, it's right on the inlet, right, right in front of us, like. And it was just the most gorgeous orange, like crimson orange sunset I've ever seen. It was it's, it's amazing, you know, like you don't see that everywhere Here, I mean, you see it every day mm-hmm. so it's cool
4: oh. and
0: nice.
4: now I got it forever
0: <laughs>
6: there you go
1: <laughs> it's beautiful thanks guys thanks for coming in uh, tonight Alex thanks for having me uh, thank you man good luck on, on the rest of your journey you're, you're headed back tonight even headed headed out of here tonight oh, or? likely yeah likely, likely? Yeah. we'll see what happens but uh yeah like I say thanks for thanks for swinging on by Um, and Antonio you know you've already been on the program as far as your audio productions are concerned whether Mm -hmm. you really were 100% aware or not so thanks for that no worries thanks thanks for coming back Uh, again yeah thanks for having me you guys are welcome anytime Uh, stay with us because we have DJ Zoico up in the mix momentarily I'm going to let this track play out we've got another couple minutes of it going so um, at least so Fujiya and Miyagi Condition yay, yay. I promise I'll learn how to pronounce it for the next time I play it but uh if you want to listen to this broadcast or any other go to soundcloud.com slash frequency horizon and then we do have the Facebook page stay up to date with all the news it's facebook.com slash frequency horizon and hey if you want to check out the beta version we have frequency is up and running although give us a week or two and uh It'll be in top form. Thanks again. This is Drew Penner, signing off. Cheers.